0: Pushing the boundaries of expectations, rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. We share your hunger for a life without limits. Greetings and welcome back to your Kinetic Blue podcast for manifesting your abundant life. I'm so glad to have you back with us today. I'm Stephen Canyon, and if you would like to receive an occasional encouraging text message, and they are so encouraging. Text the word KINETIC to eight four four eight four four zero zero four nine. 844 49 StephenCanyon.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at StephenCanyon. And also on the, the website, video is now available of these podcasts.
1: Heck yeah.
0: And you look fantastic today, Maggie.
1: Well, thank you, kind sir.
0: I say that every day, though.
1: It's very generous of you.
0: Is, is that um, okay for me to say you look great?
1: Uh, or yeah. is that offensive in some way? You better say that. <laughs> That's why I say it. You look so good. <laughs> no, really, you look at it, I swear. You're beautiful. <laughs> uh,
0: what have you been up to?
1: You look sharp, too. I like that vest. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yes. Thank it's you. It's very cool. Somebody
0: got this for me for my anniversary.
1: I can see it on your monitor, though. I mean, it's just, it looks very... Um, it looks very soft.
0: It's trimming, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I hope so. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, you got you. You do have a cool style. I I have to say.
0: Well, thank you so much. What a weekend we had. So you had
1: beautiful. How
0: do you stand on your feet for so long and paint like that? <laughs> Standing at your ease What what nine hours yesterday? Yeah.
1: I I think I really do go into a trance, and it's not on purpose. It just. Happens. I have a chair out there, but I don't use it. I you sit down for about twenty seconds. I just stand up. You're
0: in the flow.
1: In the flow. I mean, it's just you can't even feel. It's sort of out of body. I think I just, you know, you know the um original Mary Poppins movie where they like dive into the chalk painting mm-hmm, and they live mm-hmm, in it for the mm-hmm. day. That's sort of what it's like.
0: <laughs> you need you need Crocs to stand I do. on, don't you?
1: I need me a good pair of Crocs. I wouldn't. Well, I might wear them in public. That's to be determined.
0: I think you should,
1: though <laughs> my last ones were bright yellow, so they sort of looked like clown shoes. Um but yeah, I do need some crocs because I, I end up standing out there barefoot it's and it's a little cold for that it's It's getting cold here,
0: you know it really is, and you know, I think the last time we were in this area up in the Rockies, it was a couple of years ago, and by the second weekend was it of September, it was already it was snowing,
1: yes crazy yeah. well it feels I like love it though
0: it, well now there was a dusting just the other night i saw
1: that i saw that up on the mountains so here are
0: do you remember any of the stories that your grandparents used to tell you and, and the reason i'm asking oh, this is because i was thinking i was up early this morning and um remembering that my great grandmother used to talk about Every, she grew up riding uh, horse and buggy.
1: That's crazy. She
0: used to travel around by horse and buggy, oh and I don't God. know where she went. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> where are you going, you Great now. Grandma? Probably to the mercantile. But it's amazing that. You some grade.
0: But you'd go back one or just a couple of generations, and
1: mm.
0: yeah, you know, so many people know personally somebody that was even before the car and before so much of the technology we take for granted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, oh my gosh, I remember so many stories that they've told me, and they've got plenty of stories. I mean, I have to say, it's either some adventure they were having out west. They did the Lewis and Clark Trail. They took a whole summer and did that, drove it and camped the whole way. Now this is
0: your Papa Nana, right? Yes, okay. Hey,
1: Papa Nana, I'm telling on you. And they were, I know one story involves them being shot at. In their tent. They weren't being shot at, but bullets went through the top of their tent. Mm -hmm. Um, And then any story from their high school, which they actually were high school sweethearts, but any story from their high school, it reads like a a sequel to Grease or something. I mean, It's just these insane adventures.
0: I think, now I don't still have my grandparents around, but if I, I wish I did. Because now I've got so many things that I would ask them as far as stories from their you know, childhood yeah. that I would find fascinating. Because, again, these are our national treasures, right? People that <laughs> right. are still around that can tell us about a time um, that just seems so foreign. Right. And KBs, if you've got somebody that's still around in your life that is... From another time you might not want to tell them they're from another time but if they are from generations back i'll bet they've got yeah. some some things that they could tell you <laughs> if they haven't already
1: well and you know the way that tech and the industrial revolution happened everything is happening so exponentially um you get older faster <laughs> like i saw i saw <laughs> A picture of a that's new what it of is. a museum, <laughs> and there was like a picture of a computer in the museum, like behind glass, and it was a laptop that I used in high school.
0: See, now that's crazy because you're it's in maybe, a
1: museum. You're
0: just a kid.
1: You're a baby, but isn't that funny? I mean, it just sort of ages out a lot faster. Well, right? I
0: do remember being a junior in high school, and this kid brought in a Texas Instrument um, a calculator, and we'd never seen a calculator before. <laughs> And, I, and this, I'm a junior in high school and we all gather around and he's showing us the different functions. We gather all around. We gather around the Texas <laughs> instrument, big, huge Radio Shack thing. Oh, and um, I'm like, gosh, wh-, you know, where was that when I was in the ninth grade?
1: That's hilarious. It, it's- you know, what's what's one person's horse and buggy is another's calculator.
0: <laughs> right did you see, remember those two kids their dad brought in this uh, telephone that had the rotary dial yes. on it and they were trying to figure oh, out how to make it work
1: i love that video that is the it's funniest so fun. at one, i love that at one point they're sort of deep into trying to figure out how it works and one of them just picks up the whole thing and says no you got to you got to pick it up and put it down like like that's <laughs> Secret it's, it's to the hilarious. to the Rosetta Stone. Things,
0: things are changing in a hurry, and anyway, I'd I'd love your grandparents' stories. Oh, and so many. Your pop is full of them. Uh, that's for sure.
1: As I think, when you're growing up, you you wonder if they're true, and then as you get older, you hear you know everything is sort of corroborated by other witnesses. So these wild stories are true. So hey, Papa, thanks for the good got stories. Got a bunch of
0: them, and, and sometimes I wonder if he's kind of like the character in the Big Fish, yes. the movie you know, where
1: all the characters are revealed at the end. You know of the movie. That's so true.
0: Everybody from my past was on stilts and from the circus. <laughs> Yeah.
1: You had the Siamese twins show <laughs> right. up. You no, know, We did oh, We a did have
0: bit. a question that I kind of wanted to chew on a little bit this morning, and this is from one of our KBs that wrote in over the weekend, actually, Carolyn. Hey, Carolyn. And she said something like, uh, what can she do to become more consistent with attracting the desires in her life from the universe? Mm. And she said that she had been receiving a lot of what she's been journaling, but then there are still some things that are missing. And so, um, wow, I mean, there's, you know, the podcast, we we will venture into this. But I want to take a deep dive for just a minute. I think it's been a couple of weeks since we really got into some quantum mechanics and quantum physics where Mm. the substance of belief is concerned. So let's, let's go down deep for just a minute and look at how belief works, because there's a lot of misunderstanding. I think it's vital for knowledge to understand where the substance of our belief comes from, how it works quantum uh, in, in a quantum way mm-hmm. and spiritual way, because with knowledge comes ability, an ability to uh, manipulate the kind of life that you're going to experience. So it, it, it's important, right? Yeah. Not knowing how to do these things, I think, leaves more questions than answers that – become a hindrance so put on your thinking cap for just a minute because i i'm always hesitant to get into too much science here i feel like i need a, a chalkboard yes i'm gonna do some math and write out some formulas but we're not yeah. going to do that so if you are out there driving keep your eyes on the road don't try to write any of this down and i'll do my best to explain it in a way that Maybe you can use some visual pictures to get exactly how this thing works. Because all things in this universe work by forces of kinetic attraction, which is a very real thing. And so on the macro level, which is the huge big picture, we have the most familiar example of attraction working by gravity, as Newton pointed to the the apple falling from a tree. There's attraction, right? Gravity doing what it does. Yeah. And the expansion of the universe, which scientifically um, that it's, you know, everybody's in agreement. The universe is expanding, and it works by kinetic energetics, kinetic energy. So from uh, particle attraction in quantum mechanics to falling in love— to the spiraling galaxies that we can see in the night sky, well, through telescopes, in the (laughs) night sky, in the day sky. All things working, including the waveform of our thoughts, what you think about, all things work by kinetic energy. Uh, energy makes up forms and substance throughout all of the universe. And now all of a sudden, understanding how this thing works that we are all immersed in—you popped in out of nowhere, right? And how here you are on this little planet we call <laughs> Earth, and you're scratching your your uh, intellectual head, going, "What? How's this work?" So all of a sudden, understanding the force of kinetic motion and all of these things, it becomes absolutely vital to the successful kinetic believer. To uh, while you're here in the land of the living on this planet, to understand that aligning with higher consciousness aligns you with success for your life as well. Mm. Kinetic energy, Carolyn, to answer your question and why maybe you're not seeing some things that you'd like to see showing up in your life, kinetic energy is the energy of a form, uh, this table. Uh, on the micro level, is made up of energy, just like you are, just like every form in the empirical and the non-empirical, meaning that which cannot be seen. All it has motion, which means kinetic energy is essentially the energy of every object, including the potential of every future thought form, which includes the waveform, Thinking has waves. It's kind of like the waves on top of an ocean or a body of water as they move along. Those are, That represents thoughts, if you can see that. Waveforms of thinking, which in the metaphysical realm, the spiritual realm, includes the dreams and the fears of every single human being, both past, present, and future. And so understanding now kinetic energy is intuitively easier than understanding potential energy, because it's, well, it's more obvious. You can see a ball rolling across a field that has kinetic energy. And so things moving that have energy, it becomes obvious to the senses. As in the the lives of people that we see attracting a lot of life experiences— Somebody that has this abundant life and they got so much going on versus somebody who's attracting very little. You're actually seeing the evidence of more kinetic energy in this person's life. Those people whose experiences are uh, are full of of the evidence of kinetic energy, who are uh, uh, that's evidence that they are observing the greater abundance. In other words, they are imagining to see beyond what can be seen, and they are opened by faith or by kinetic belief, the energetics of belief through desire and imagination and gratitude and words and action to receive more than what they are familiar with. And so as a result of that, they're releasing their potential energy, and the kinetic force of their belief is now attracting more of what they believe from out of the universe and into the empirical realm. So, you know, people often ask, um, you know, why is it that one person who is, well, let's just say wealthy, for example, isn't happy? You know, they got all this money, but they just aren't happy. While another person, maybe with the same amount of uh, wealth that they've attracted into their life, um, is happy. So it, it obviously, in this case has nothing to do with the attracted amount of wealth that will, uh, as a predictor of who's going to be optimistically happy and who's not. So there is only one force at work within the laws of expansion, regardless of what's filling the void. It could be money, it could be health, it could be you know any uh, attribute that's considered to be a positive thing. There's only one force at work, and the total Kinetic energy of someone's belief, which includes the enthusiasm of gratitude for the manifestation of the abundant life and, and not just money, and not just fame and some of the mo- more fundamental desires, but all things contained within, with the power of within the, the power of non-judgmental, unconditional love for self and for all life forms the kinetic energy from the center of that uh, presence of being released from the present while gratefully forcefully acting to receive more of life that is what attracts the essence of higher consciousness into the the vacuum of your expectations. And so the fruit of this type of kinetic belief is, which is a holistic, it's a bigger picture, Carolyn. It's always going to include joy. It will include happiness. It's going to include health and wealth, and it will include the abundant life and all of those things. But it is a holistic approach to um, receiving and attracting abundance from the universe that, by the way, is not within the uh, the constraints of any timeline. Wow. So just by the very nature that or the fact that we, you know, you're, you're asking why are these things not showing up means that you're still um, within the, the uh, definition of uh, got to have it now. And if you're not seeing it now, you're wondering where it is. So uh, perhaps as we dig down scientifically, we're going to get a better understanding of, of you know, being patient.
1: I have a question about digging down scientifically and that was so powerful, everything you just taught us, and it gives us this depth of understanding of exactly how belief is functioning, working in the mechanisms of it. And I'm wondering, because of what we are told about faith and belief, and that there's a, a certain kind of purity to it, almost, you know, like faith for the sake of faith is is important, or it seems to be. Um do we need to be aware of not resting in and relying on just the knowledge of science when it comes to belief? Or is there a way to sort of, you know, really beautifully combine those? And and obviously, we are combining the understanding, but then I'm wondering about when it really comes to the motivation of belief.
0: Yeah, you know, I think, Maggie, uh, using science as just a, a a predictor of what is possible, it helps to increase the measure of faith, but it's not the the basis of faith. And it's just like uh, looking under the engine of a car to see uh, that there's a motor there it doesn't give you um, any more reliability from the function of the car. It just gives you a higher perspective mm. and takes away some of the guesswork. Knowledge is imperative to success, and in the same way that you know. Getting the universe to grant your wishes, to um, manifest your desires, which it always does, by the way. The universe never withholds. It's the uh, double-mindedness of the one who's believing for something that will stop the attraction and the force. But the universe is always its warehousing your extravagance. And for those who activate the energetics of kinetic belief, st- that still depend on several factors here. Such as the amount of force that you're putting into an action that aligns you with what you believe to be true. Wow! And so we can look at it this way: a dream that you may have for having a lot of money. First of all, a lot of money is just simply relative to a little. One is no different than the other; it's just a lot, it's a lot. But the money <laughs> is still an object, yes. and so in this case, it already exists in the empirical realm. It, it already has uh, possesses form and it's accelerating toward you which is the the velocity of the acceleration is activated by the energetics of your kinetic belief and attraction begins after a moment of inertia from your expectations it's uh which extends outward to pull back to you from the external to uh, from the forces of the universe so what is it that that activates that initial inertia it's like Letting the kid off at the gate of the bumper cars, who and, and which I can relate to, uh, I was that kid that can't even stay in his tennis shoes mm-hmm. from the excitement of it. That is a, a, a burst of enthusiasm that actually begins the process of a kinetic energetic, the inertia of that that begins uh, extracting from the universe the thing that you're hoping to see. Wow. One of the most important factors— that determine the kinetic energy and the motion of your belief, which is measured as velocity. And this is the actuality, uh, the implementation of the substance of your belief, of your faith. And um, every human being was created with the power of belief. No one is as um, neutral in this. You were born with the belief mechanism, and the ego is what identifies with what you believe to be true for you. And so the same power that created all of the universe and all things contained within it is also located within you. There is not one person that's been excluded from source energy, including moi and (laughs) ya. Everybody has that. And you are only the product of what you believe you are. What you see going on in your life and the circumstances, the evidence of the empirical form around you is it always goes back to the substance of what you believe.
1: Well, and I love that the science that you're guiding us into, and I, I feel like you're going to tell us more about it today, is... Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I is have that a, a good hunch feeling? <laughs> that you're going to take us deeper. Well, yep. but what I love about it is that so much of the science thus far that you've taught us about has been really directed toward the mechanism of belief. And I like that this new wave here, it's bringing us into the picture. And so understanding beyond any shadow of doubt that the mechanics of us being in control of our own life, of our own journey um, – rest not just resting in that but going through every day with that real knowing of responsibility
0: you know knowing that you're in control of your life can go two ways it's like yes that is fantastic i get to choose and then wait a minute (laughs) i don't have any excuses you're like yes you mean i'm not a victim
1: i get to choose i actually
0: get to choose there's a choice (laughs) and you are the master of destiny and the ego which is who you think you are Look, that is vital to understanding that who you think you are is not who you are. Who you think you are simply kinetically attracts the substance of what you think that you're identifying with that you are. So the experiences that you're having and you go out that door in the morning and you are... Uh, You owe, you owe. So it's off the work you go. And so what you think you are, the experiences that you're going to have throughout the day are the results of what you've been thinking all day. Yes. Of what you've been thinking about at night, waking up at three in the morning, staring at the dark ceiling and wondering about.
1: Well, and there's a weird sensation sometimes that you, you do feel like you can opt out of this. Sometimes you feel like you can maybe pass the responsibility of your life onto something or someone else. And so bringing us back into the sure foundation of knowledge that that's impossible. It's physically on a quantum level impossible. Is right. is profound
0: again? Knowledge, right? Yeah, so, yeah. okay. Since we've opened up the nut of the, the of science here, let's go. Just if if you're hanging in there, let's go a little bit deeper <laughs> for just a moment, because We're I ready. think that some clarity is uh, essential here in, in quantum physics. It's natural for physicists to associate energy with the uh, something called the expectation value of a certain operator, which is known as in. in Uh, quantum mechanics, the Hamiltonian of the system. So let's consider that you are the system, because you are. Every single person, you guys out there, you are a system, and you're the operator of your system. And the Hamiltonian of your system is the expectation value of you, the operator. And so your expectations of your life Uh, First of all, they cannot be zero, a factor of zero. In other words, the act of your creation, the fact that you didn't create you, but you are the operator of the system that was created, sets in motion the kinetic energetics of the value of your beliefs Mm. as the operator. It's like if you were a train engineer, whether you want to be one or not, let's say (laughs) that somebody takes you and picks you up, Maybe they grab you by the belt loops. They set you up in the, the, uh, the engine of the train, and now you're the conductor. Um, believe it or not, that train is going to head on down the tracks, and there are all the levers and the dials, and you can opt by choice to manipulate the controls of that locomotive, or you can do nothing and play the role of victim. You are the, the um, uh, operator of your system. Everything that you could ever hope for. It's down those tracks. It already exists, and you are speeding toward it and potentially past it. Or you can, as the engineer, pull the, the lever of the brake and stop and enjoy the experience of a thing. All of it is located, however, within you. And so in quantum mechanics, you're the operator of a system that includes both kinetic energy and potential energy. And so here, a person that's intentionally using the law of attraction, we know that to be a kinetic believer because you're intentionally using the inertia of your chosen beliefs. You're the operator of your system, and your physical system now is under your control intentionally as you're imagining and desiring and with gratitude, speaking your highest expectations and acting toward the manifestation of those things.
1: Wow, you just mentioned the universe and its role in this. And so many times, I think when we're speaking and, and we're we're speaking our kinetic belief, we refer to the universe in a way that's almost asking it to do something for us, is that the universe is making decisions on our behalf or against us. Um, but the way that you presented the universe in that scenario, you really reminded us that it's a warehouse. It's warehousing the extravagance and the creator, uh, I believe that's what you're saying, Put it there for us to access we're not praying to the universe hoping it makes a, a decision that's positive for us
0: yeah look at it this way in the universe the substance of the universe where all things are contained there is a total spectrum of your high vibrational energetics that already exist with or without your participation it's all there there's no choice and there's no decision making involved in the spectrum of your highest energetics located within the universe which are your system's set of energy values, but they're out there. So there's particle attraction now that's going to pull the essence of your highest being in alignment with your uh, Creator's um, uh, desire for you. Mm -hmm. And when you, on purpose, as a kinetic believer, align with your system's set of energy values – by transcending the lower state of being, the ego that identifies with failure and loss and not having and all of those things, then the total set of possible outcomes becomes available to you, which makes you a priceless, unique, one-of-a-kind masterpiece who's enjoying their best life and whose fate is really left up in totally, completely and. One hundred thousand time percent in your hands (laughs) in relationship with the creator of the universe, which is um, the universe warehousing your extravagance in the set of that total spectrum of um, Mm. highest vibrational energetics, which already exists.
1: I love how everything that you're telling us right now, it's expanding our sense of self. It's expanding our identity because... Not only, obviously, is, you know, the baseline understanding is, yes, it's our responsibility. The life that we're living, we are in control of that, whether we like it or not. But everything you're describing, it's like an entire universe of possibility and function within our singular being. And I think as a kinetic believer, that's really exciting because not many people... At least you find at the beginning are going to be thinking like you are thinking, believing like you are believing, and so knowing how much is within you and this this expansive and even explosive sphere of influence that you all of a sudden wake up and realize that you're a part of. I just I just think that's very exciting. Well,
0: this is where science becomes so important because not knowing this, then you're under the effects of um, of. Uh, a condemnation of a mm-hmm. sense of guilt of not being worthy yeah. of not being able or capable or not having enough education or whatever it is that you've identified with in the sense of not not measuring up to um, being able to experience the the best part of being alive, wow. and so all things are obtainable from the universe, like we're saying, and in cooperation. However, with however it is that you choose to observe your existence, mm-hmm. which is just it's nothing more than a measurement of your system's total energetic, your system's total potential energy and kinetic energy, wow. which you're the captain of, you are the <laughs> engineer of, and so you know here we are as big as the speculative existence of the entire universe and all things being possible may appear to be when we consider the most fundamental structures of our existence the sum total It's not even close to being simply up to you and your hard work, getting up early (laughs) enough, working hard enough, putting in more hours than anybody else, taking when they're not watching. It's not even close to to manipulating your way to success. It has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what it felt like when somebody maybe stepped in in your in in your past life to help you out with rent?
1: Oh wow, yes. Or I maybe think we all do. <laughs> maybe some
0: groceries that you, you couldn't yeah. afford at the time. Yes. Well, that feeling, maybe when you when you got a job uh, that you were hoping to get, and you get the phone call, yeah, you're like oh my gosh, you know, there were a raise that you weren't really expecting, but the amount of the money that was coming with the new job or with the raise was enough to pay your bills and even have some left over at the end of the month. You remember that what that feels like, yes, right? Yes, Those are great examples of how someone or something intervened on your behalf, and which was outside of you, and as a result of the greater-than-you um uh, even expecting to to show up and on your behalf, the interceding on your behalf, relief shows up in the form of something that's beyond you. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a perfect picture of what kinetic belief does of what happens when the universe responds to your expectations in a positive way. It's more than you can think of or imagine the thought processes and and the desire and the gratitude and the attitude and all that's in place for expansion but the reality the expansion goes far beyond what you can see down the the path in the the magical forest wow and so what this does and uh Carolyn what what Kinetic belief does without you measuring your success by what you can see in the empirical realm around you today, is that it allows the serendipitous encounters from other things, from other people, uh, from circumstances to uh, show up and carry the burden of increase for you beyond your own intellectual or your physical abilities. And so, by what's happening is you're aligning with uh, the wisdom of higher consciousness which is immutable. You can count on it. Scientifically, spiritually, uh, philosophically, you can count on higher consciousness, and it's omniscient, and it's omnipresent, and it's omnipotent, meaning it's uh, all creatively powerful. All things that are come from it. And so the force of which created within the potential of your genius, the desires of your purpose, the desire, Carolyn, for you to have more of what you cannot see uh, presently. These unctions that are compelling you to even journal these these highest expectations for your life, unctions that are compelling people to, to have an adventure, they're abstracts that go far beyond the thinking mind. And you know mm-hmm. we often think of the age of discovery, um, and you know we are we love Meg, you and I nothing more than a, a an adventure, and we <laughs> yes. we uh, will head off in a direction that we've never been before, just so that there can be an essence of adventure, yes. and um, through forests and wherever we we go, we love adventure, and it's not just us. I think it's it's natural to the human state of being and mind and and um, the free spiritedness to to experience the unknown. And so uh, historically, we think of the age of discovery or even the age of exploration, primarily beginning in the 15th century up until the end of the 18th century. And it's really a very uh, loosely defined period in European history that just saw this uh, extensive... Uh, overseas exploration, which my people came from the the the, the Strathclyde district of Scotland, shipbuilders and and setting sail for exploration, and, and so it was in in a lot of different ways the beginning, I guess you could say, of globalization. Uh, Sir Walter Raleigh, who established a colony in Roanoke, uh, Roald Amundsen navigated the South Pole, and uh, Magellan, who's the first person to circumnavigate the Earth, all these guys. Don't forget Minnesota. Uh, the Mississippi, <laughs> yeah. Well, where would we be without the Mississippi today? But yeah, all these explorers. <laughs> all these explorers. But you know, traveling as interesting as all that is, and I think a lot of pe- <laughs> a lot of people that that um, think in terms of I need an adventure. Think of well, we need to go on vacation. As interesting as traveling is, that it is not the adventure of deploying the faith of the child within you. Mm-hmm trusting um, the what you've not yet experienced to show up. Not in the adventure. Uh, it's not in the adventure of some exotic land, perhaps. Not that it's not, but it's not that it is. It, it is in the exotic, but the exotic that is yet to be discovered within your sensibilities of your original one-of-a-kind being.
1: I love that you're speaking to the nature of having the spirit of discovery and attaching ourselves to that, because... You know, it's funny, I was thinking about when I first w- was learning the violin, it's an incredibly awkward instrument to play. the The way that you have to hold it is not natural at all. And I remember having to overcome the feeling that I was that it was incorrect, that it's wrong. And so the knowledge, I feel like the knowledge that you're giving us today is primarily going to be used to overcome the sensation and the false feeling of of something. Of how just the sensory world feels most of the time, because the world feels like it works one way, but it does not. And so we need this knowledge, we need this roadmap of discovery and the information you're giving us to even know what that what we're doing is correct, even though it feels awkward, or it may feel off. It's correct, and it and it does work this way.
0: Well, when you were a child, it was much easier for you to aspire to develop and to humbly submit your egoist lower self to learning uh, to play the violin unlike it is for the person that's much, much older that says, well, you can't teach an old dog new tricks because mm-hmm. they're not willing to humbly submit their what they're identifying with to – to the greater portion of conscious awareness, mm. and we do this by casting down negative imaginations, and so that the essence of our higher being, with our general, uh, with our, our um, genius of purpose, aligns with the spirit of your creator, releasing the potential into the kinetic energy of your genius, which then goes far beyond anything that you could imagine to see Mm. as a a five-year-old or a 55-year-old. Wow. So being a kinetic believer, Maggie, it's not about getting the universe to follow our plan. But actively believing for the greater portion of increase to line up with the potential of our genius of purpose, which then through that alignment, the the universe is not making a decision. Do I or don't I? It just does. Mm-hmm. It does what it's designed to do. And so the onus of persistence of kinetic belief expectations attracts deeper growth to become a violinist or musician or or a practitioner of some expertise whatever it is something that you want to enjoy with your intellect experiencing and as you actively stand and refusing to quit you know prepared to stand forever if need be in trust in your essence higher being, light, begins to flow into areas where you know there was previously just darkness, no illumination at all. And awareness is then – it's quickened, and there is a conscious awakening to your purpose, and it's coming from those unctions we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and I will just throw this out. One word of caution here is there are a lot of kinetic believers – I mean, these are the the loveliest, most beautiful people I've ever met that are sensitive to others, sensitive to a a love walk, and would do anything in the world for anybody, but they've been um, fast-tracking their lives in the process of manifesting their best lives. And the, the very nature of love is to be empathetic toward other people. Yeah. and. And I just want to say that as you share your light and your love with others, it is so important to not take on the burden of the problems of other people yourself, because doing so, it can be spiritually damaging and and harmful to the transcendence of your highest being. Uh, in, In the book of Proverbs, Solomon had cautioned kinetic believers at that time to guard their hearts above everything else. And what he was saying is be sure to encourage and champion and edify and love those who are identifying with pain and those who believe they are struggling and identifying with uh, being impoverished and identifying with sickness and all those things. But in doing so, at the same time, make certain that you guard your own heart against the sharing of emotional strains and and conflicts.
1: Mm, Yes.
0: Knowing what you know about the manifesting power of kinetic belief, Take, take stock, take inventory, and look at all the people in your life and the, the presumable challenges that uh, even you're facing. And this could be something that is a hindrance right now in your own life, Carolyn. Um, but take inventory. Look around. Ask yourself, where has your development or movement stalled? Is there, you know, is there a rebellious child in your life? Or is there a, a difficult employer or maybe an employee? Which family members, perhaps, may be battling something, some kind of health issues, or, or need peace and joy in their lives. It can be challenging. It, it can be so difficult to persist in, in um, unconditional love with those that are closest to you and that have access to you, saying and doing what you know to be right in alignment with your articles of faith. Because we don't always see the fruit of our immovable expectations where aligning with our truth with higher consciousness is concerned. Mm -hmm. But that is no reason to stop persisting. Not at all. Stay motivated and, and stay encouraged to persist in your kinetic belief, and it'll be a benefit to all those that know you, regardless of when things haven't changed in the natural world around you. Because the universe is constantly at work in the metaphysical realm to expand all things abundantly. And your immovable gratitude, it's not in vain. Don't ever think it is where manifesting your best life is concerned. The universe is never trying to withhold anything from anyone in fact, there is no substance of choice within the abundance of all things. Absent the interference of doubt and worry and fear, life only knows to give more of that which is life mm. from within the essence of the seed of life, just like the nature of a flower is to bloom. So it is with humankind. Wow. And the only function that is, is ever missing is the substance of somebody's positive beliefs kinetic belief is the only excitable substance within the universe and you can even see it in scientifically particle excited there's <laughs> there's a kinetic force at work there and it's the the excited motion behind every unction behind every desire every gratitude every imagination and every action and it's the only attribute within the like kind life form that excites source that excites the creator that excites god and the expanding life and it's going to come from the power of kinetic belief that is in constant motion and so in the same way that when something isn't uh, in constant motion it, it will it becomes stagnant doesn't it and yeah. it becomes um, uh, complacent In the same way that we know that stagnant water becomes a breeding ground for all types of of bacteria. In other words, it no longer offers life, but it instead becomes toxic. And so when you kinetically believe for all the good things to manifest in your life— You articulate your desires, and you you do it in a positive way, and you do it by writing down what you imagine to see by journaling from your highest viewpoints the constant motion of your highest expectations, and that keeps you out of becoming toxic. It Mm. keeps you from becoming stagnant with your belief. You're not complacent, subsisting just in potentiality alone in your believing. No, by keeping the modalities of your kinetic belief alive, firm, with the highest expectation, you begin flowing and you're moving in alignment with the power of higher consciousness by faithfully aligning with the spirit of abundance to bring life source properties into your circumstances, higher consciousness is a forward-moving force. There's nothing stagnant or toxic in high, higher consciousness. And so all human beings, in the same way, were created to be the exact same forward-moving forces as higher consciousness. But we have a choice. And that's where people get messed up entangled <laughs> up. Yeah. And the kind of belief that creates everything, that changes everything, everything, both in a transpersonal way and in a natural way, is kinetically backed by a desire for greater things, for greater life, for greater health and and joy, a desire for abundance in the constant forward motion of immutable kinetic belief. Look, there should be no other option on the table of your life, none whatsoever. Now that you know this, you know, we don't mess around with stuff that we we know better than to mess around with. Uh, life is too precious, and if you're approaching your life with a "maybe I will" or "maybe I won't" mentality, you're off to a bad start. Your genius is manifested when you believe that you will have what you ask for. Edgar Allan Poe wrote in his novel The Raven. Uh, he said back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. I love the visual of all my soul burning. Burning with a passion for more. Burning with a passion for life. Burning with a passion to experience while I'm here in, a, in a, a realm that I can only experience, while I'm here, the clock is ticking. And so my soul is burning. And if you feel like you've been missing some things in your life that you would like to experience, start to imagine to see yourself attracting while releasing the aggression of your burning soul, accepting nothing less than to see yourself actively in the, the specific location of your desires. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this, the universe will always furnish you. Always, always, there's no exception to always. It will furnish you in alignment with your burning expectations. You're just going to have to change what you will tolerate and change what you expect. Well, let's. Let's work on some highest viewpoints here. (laughs) And I hope we got the science of it today. We got it all. And if not, email me and and Megan will further explain it
1: for
0: (laughs) you. We'll make sure we get some clarity (laughs) on it. Just say this out loud. Say, my life is changing every single day. My
1: life is changing every single day.
0: It's becoming filled to the overflow.
1: It's becoming filled to the overflow.
0: With abundance. With abundance. Prosperity comes to me easily.
1: Prosperity comes to me easily. And and
0: effortlessly. And
1: effortlessly.
0: Because I gratefully
1: expect it. Because I gratefully expect it.
0: I am increasing manifesting. I
1: am increasingly manifesting.
0: More and more. More and more. Of what I've chosen to desire.
1: Of what I've chosen to desire.
0: I know that I'm attracting great wealth. <laughs> I
1: know that I'm attracting great wealth.
0: Because I believe I am.
1: Because I believe that I am. And I
0: am joyous. And I
1: am joyous. And I am happy. Oh, I'm so happy.
0: And healthy and, and wealthy. And
1: healthy and wealthy. And
0: I am so filled with peace. I'm so
1: filled with peace. And
0: I'm attracting so much more.
1: And I am attracting so much more, so
0: that I can give from my abundance. So that I
1: can give from my abundance, which never runs out it never runs out
0: and i have no worry
1: and i have no worry and no doubt and no doubt and no fear no fear
0: i am so pleased with me i'm
1: so pleased with me
0: (laughs) i adore me
1: i adore me and
0: i am perfectly made
1: and i am perfectly made and
0: i'm extravagantly unique
1: and i'm extravagantly unique and oh oh
0: the truth is. The
1: truth is. I'm
0: unconditionally in love.
1: I am unconditionally in love
0: with who I was created to become.
1: With who I was created to become.
0: And I am attracting
1: And I'm attracting
0: more of the wisdom.
1: More of the wisdom of my purpose. Of my purpose to
0: advance. To advance abundantly.
1: Abundantly powerfully. powerfully today. Today, wow, you have absolutely given us the knowledge necessary for remaining consistent in our kinetic belief today. If you do want to check out the guided journal that's going to give you your genius of purpose and the consistency that you're looking for, you can find that at stephencanyon.com.
0: And all of us right now in unison, Maggie, you, me, all of us, yeah. sending out much love and light yes. to all the KB creatives all around the world.
1: Yeah, And thanks as usual, Stephen, from me and all the KBs. Thanks for all the wisdom. Bye.